Hi, I'm Ryan O'Hara, CEO and founder of Pitchfire. You're listening to Take Me Off Your List, presented by Pitchfire. They pay us the big bucks, and if you use them, they'll pay you the big bucks to get paid to get pitched. Take Me Off Your List is the rally cry of millions of B2B professionals out there. This podcast tackles all kinds of things around go-to-market. So whether you're in marketing, demand gen, sales, or just like the sound of my voice, you've come to the right place. Let's get started, shall we? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Take Me Off Your List. I am in a great, fantastic mood (laughs) because some good things have happened with Pitchfire that we will talk about in a minute. But before we dive into that, I got to say hi to my head of marketing, my special guest, my comrade, my brother in arms, Jonathan Theodore Mazza. What's up, John Mazza? Wow. What a what a cool middle name. Maybe I should use that for my my actual middle name instead. What is the, your middle uh, name? The is original it? name, one. Anthony. Anthony. No, no, it's it's a P, and Peter? it's not even a real name. It, it's Peltier, and I oh, have no man. idea why. Oh, well, okay. well, I do know why. It's like my great grandfather's last name, but okay, uh, all right. <laughs> well, I can't do much about that. Listen, everybody, Mazza no, was really Mazza was really. Lame. Mazza was really afraid of me doing a podcast before this episode because we had some, we're doing a beta program on Pitchfire right now where users can send cold emails to us. And instead of getting money to answer sales pitches, uh, we pay them per the email they send to us, knowing that some of them will turn into sales pitches and we can just keep the pitch money. We're just testing it out as a little thing. We have about 40 or 50 people doing it right now. And we caught some dude just like sending subscribing to every newsletter ever and trying to send it through pitch fire after. So like we're replying back to like the New York times and like, like 40 different New York times. Yeah. Like every single sub subscription of New York times, like, like the dog section of the New York times and like electronics and all this stuff. We caught this guy, like basically trying to take us for a ride. And I'm like, I'm not going to like sit there and be complacent. I'm going to email this guy back and be like, yo, what are you doing? And, um, so anyway, um, the worst part he was he was like demanding his money for, oh, for all yeah. that sketchy behavior. <laughs> yeah, like what the hell? And I was in a really bad mood about it because I like when we were coming up with this beta idea, um, everyone's like, "Hey, people are gonna abuse it." I'm like, "You just are cynical about the human spirit." Like I was like all hippie-ish and be like, "Hey, man, people love and aren't gonna do that," and they totally you're, are. The you're actually evil. a faith in humanity. Yeah, what is happening? I don't know. I'm just upset about it. Um, anyway, I'm actually going to see if I can turn the guy into into a partner. We'll see. Maybe I can make like I think I handled it okay. But you know, I I, uh, I was like Maza, we should podcast because we have a big announcement today about Pitchfire and March seventh, and I want to do the podcast. We're going to just strip down, reverse engineer what the hell we're doing to be transparent. In case you want to do this, we are doing our first ever conference online. I know online conferences, you probably want to weep and say, this thing sounds terrible. Mazo, what is the conference called? Conference con. That's right. We're it's, poking... it's the conference to end all conferences. That's right. We're trying to end online conferences. In 2020, all these companies started doing online conferences and they're so boring. They have keynotes and panels and like, it's just like, yeah, I'm going to sit on a Zoom all day. And why don't I why don't I swallow this boiling hot oil in my mouth while I'm watching these these things on Zoom, right? 
watching someone click through slide after slide. So conference con, the whole idea behind it is that me and John Mazer are putting together a conference with a bunch of partners and there's no panels and no keynotes. Every single talk is a gimmick or a game or something crazy going on. And that's what we're doing. Maza, who's sponsoring? Who do we got? Give some name drops. Oh, wow. Um, we have over 20 something sponsors, which are going to be there. Um, tons of them. We yeah. Got... So you can shout them out. I don't care if we get in trouble. You could say <laughs> we <Zendesk> got desk <laughs> is sponsoring without permission so far, which is cool. Active campaigns involved. Mobley, our friend Zach Barney's involved. Coach DRM, we've got Corey Bray. I don't even know if I even emailed Corey. We just assumed he's a sponsor. See, that's no, a no, hack. We talked, to, I, we, <laughs> we talked to Corey. That, that, that is a great <laughs> hack. You, you assume they're going to be on there, put their logo on the landing page and say, you're already in. You can't say no. Uh, yeah. We did that with about half the bully, people that are going to be tactics. there. But everybody's happy about it, which is cool too. So to make it useful, though, we're not just going to talk about Pitchfire today. We want to talk about how we came up with this, what we're doing, and how you can do the same thing. So let's reverse engineer it. Maz and I knew we wanted to do a conference online. We had this idea actually back at Lead IQ a little bit. Um, the problem for us at Pitchfire, since we're a new startup, we don't have a big email list. I mean, what do we have, like a couple thousand people? Um, yes. But we know we're good at producing content. We know how to do and organize these things and do a ton of the work to get people there and stuff. Um, so what we're doing is we actually invited all these sponsors and all they have to do is email out their list and invite them to conference con and they get a speaker spot. And if no one registers, it's fine. But like, we want them to, you know, to drag people in and get people on it. Um, so far there's been a lot of buzz on it internally with people. And this is our first public thing mentioning conference con. Um, but the whole if you want to go do this, all you have to do is find some companies you can cross pollinate with that have a shared audience. Um, we, Maza, what's been like the logic for what companies you found? Just it's just been people that like are going after this. Like, what, what's the logic? Yeah, so um, definitely want to get go to market professionals that sell to other go to market professionals. So gathering a bunch of those companies that kind of have very similar audiences that they're speaking to. Not necessarily trying to sell to, but like most of the people that they are, are users of their platforms or tools or whatever, people that th they actually want to have conversations with or people that they regularly make content for. Um, and those are the types of companies that I wanted to all kind of get together yeah. um, and reach out to those people that are putting out that content and then get them to to do cool events with us. So uh, some some ways, if you're trying to do this, let's say you're listening and you're an event manager and you're like, oh, I want to put on an online conference or something. First off, don't do boring stuff. Do new things. You don't have to do the typical Zoom thing. I mean, some of the best things in the world are games. Um, you know, we kept thinking about, um, Maza, do you remember HQ? Did you ever play HQ on your iPhone when that was out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. So yep. for people that don't know, there's a crazy rise and fall story for HQ. They'll probably make it a movie someday. Um, there's a startup that came out. Was it during COVID or before COVID? I'm trying to it was, remember. It was right around that time. It was it was probably that the year before. So they did this thing where they made an app that you'd install on your phone and they would have host on and they would answer 10 questions. And the questions got gradually harder, but everybody that's watching the live stream would pick an answer. And if you got it wrong, you got eliminated from HQ. Um, when you got down to the 10th and final question, the amount of people that remained, they would uh, take the amount of people and divide the money up. And they'd give out, I think, $100,000 a day. 
Sometimes they'd change the pot. So some days it'd be 10 grand, other days it'd be 100 grand, depending on who was sponsoring. But the sponsor would get a quick plug before the 10th question. And, or, or on the first question, they get a plug before the whole thing starts. And if you weren't there for the sponsor's message, you didn't get paid. That was their ad model. Very smart. Um, but it was super popular. I mean, at one point, there were 8 million people playing every day, which is crazy to think. 8 million people. That's more than like Boston and New York City put together, I think. Right? How many people live in New York City? Probably, yeah. Anybody? Yeah. Guys? Like a couple million? Uh, that, that sounds about right though who wants to hang on this podcast while i google population of new york city <laughs> um i'm guessing 8.4 ah i was wow, close wow, i'm way off but i was i added boston in there which i shouldn't have done it should have just been like population all, all of new york but no idea so so um but they did this and it kind of inspired me with this idea of like what if we just did a conference that was a bunch of games and stuff so i'll give you an example one of the events we're doing at the conference is called the GTM Crisis Management Game. And this is actually something we did a, a conversation about two weeks ago. But like, we're going to come up with a bunch of crazy scenarios for people. And they have to tell us how they navigate out of those crazy scenarios. And it's, it's going to be really cool. But like, uh, we're, all of these have different gimmicks like that. Like, it's not just like, this is a panel. Tell me about the future of AI. That's nerd shit. We don't want to see that stuff. Yeah. In we want it to be more like conversational and and involve the audiences that are going to be on there asking them questions. But like at the same time, I think like what you what you always fall in on these conferences and when you have a panel, you have a host that asks a question and like one person gets to answer it and they have like an agenda and they want to move on to the next one. And like it never really turns into a conversation. Yeah. So like if you get a bunch of these really smart cool people into these rooms and and have conversations and and like what i was thinking too when i was putting together a lot of these like our panels i don't know what to really call them just yet the guests i was thinking of like having people in different backgrounds that handle different areas in their departments kind of getting together and and, and showing like what they would do from their point of view and like kind of making it a team conversation and, and have people kind of pitch out their ideas and like how would it affect them um, from multiple different point of views instead of having a whole bunch of people in the same role, you know, doing the same things every day, talking about what they think of it. So that's kind of like when I was putting together these guest lists, I'm looking for different people in different roles that do different things and see different things every day. Yeah. So, uh, I, what, so what we did is we basically made a sponsor list of people that we think would be cool companies. We cold called and cold emailed them. And Mazda did that for what a couple. We've been working on this thing since December, uh, since November, basically, right? I think it was November, right? Is when you start working on it. November was like when we uh, came up with the idea, but yeah, basically it was like end of December um, is when we really started putting together like the sponsors and and really getting going on it. Yeah. So if you're planning this, you want to give yourselves a couple months. We actually had to move the date to March seventh. We were going to try and do it the last week of February, but we realized that. As we got these bigger and bigger companies involved, we're gonna have to like, like they need time to get to their demand gen team to get an email built to promo it. So if you're working with these partners, and here's the thing, we're not trying to be exclusive. We're not charging money to any of these companies. They're just gonna help us promo it and they're gonna be involved with it. And the cool part is like, Maz is also gonna do some stuff for promotion where the people that are speaking, we're gonna like do content with them ahead of time and put it out on social. Um, like we'll interview them and stuff. I'll probably yeah. actually have a couple of them on this podcast. I got to be really careful not to spoil the event, like and spoil some of the games and stuff. But like, 
Um, if you want to check it out, we're going to be doing an announcement, but it's like, we'll be announcing next week on the website to sign up and there'll be some stuff on my LinkedIn and Maz's LinkedIn about it. Um, but like what we're trying to do is like, we want to give you a cool experience. So there's that part of the promotion. And then the other part is Mazda has to, we had to come up with games for all this stuff. Basically what we did is any of our ideas that we always wanted to do for like, um, for like webinar ideas, we like that we had at lead IQ or maybe I had at previous companies or you had, or just thought about it the past year. I basically just wrote down these ideas and now we're putting them all in the one like mega webinar basically, but it's not gonna be a normal webinar, obviously. Like I just mean like the framework of it. Um, yeah. The other, the other exciting part that we haven't talked about yet. And for some people that have followed me uh, for a long time in Mazda, rate my pitch is coming back. Uh, we're, we got lead IQ to let us use rate my pitch. Uh, shout out to Anthony many and on the team at lead IQ. Um, we're going to be doing a rate my pitch with them. So if you are a seller listening to this episode, you're going to be able to submit a cold email and get a judge by a panel. Um, we're not going to tell you the panel yet. In fact, we're, I don't think we're going to disclose what speakers are doing what event. We're just going to show all the speakers and kind of we're finalizing that right now. Maza, how are you getting yeah. speakers? So what's the deal? Are you just trying to get people that are sponsoring and asking like, what, what, what's it, what are you doing? Like, how are you filling up the roster spots we came up with? Yeah, the majority of the 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 roster spots. I mean, the people that I'm reaching out to are people that I'm like general genuinely interested in their ideas and like what they have to offer. So I'm I'm asking like very specifically, like, hey, I, I thought you'd be great in this and this event, and these are the reasons why. Yeah, and that's kind of why I'm like, that's what I'm putting in my my emails to them. I usually like compliment you know some of the stuff that they're doing and like let's talk about it on this event. Um, All right, so this, so, is a good tip. this is a good tip. I want to build off this for people listening to make it take actionable. If you're doing an event, yeah. put on a conference and you have an agenda, don't be like, hey, which thing do you want to be on? What do you think you'd be good at? That's terrible. Don't do that because they're going to pick something that they might not be good at. What you're better off doing is saying, hey, I have this event that I'm making. I'm tailoring and think it would be perfect for you. Do you want to join this ro roster for it? And you know, don't do panel keynote crap. I'm talking like straight up like infotainment like pick something and be like you would be great for this right that's that's yeah. kind of what you're doing yeah and and i want people to like specifically talk about the stuff that they like to talk about already so it's like i thought that like i would love to hear your perspective as a the demand generation leader on on this topic while we all the other you know we also have like a, a cro in the same panel talking about this i want to hear your perspective as a demand gen manager or, or or leader in this space so it's like getting those teams together and talking about that but being very very specific for you know exactly what i would like to hear from them too to yeah. see if that's something they're excited to talk about so i'll give you another example of that we're doing we're doing a go-to-market fantasy draft i'm really excited about this mm -hmm. basically what we're doing is the people that moz is getting the draft have to build their technology stack for sales and marketing tech and once someone picks that vendor in that category, that vendor has gone. So like mm -hmm. if someone drafts like HubSpot in like marketing automation, you can't draft HubSpot in your CRM. And I'm curious what all these people are going to do to hack together a marketing tech landscape for themselves. Uh, it's going to be kind of fun. Um, that one's going to be really cool. I think there's like a lot, every single event like is really cool and has its own like unique thing going on. Um, what One of the things that like, uh, if you're listening to this and you're putting on an event, the other thing you want to do is cross-pollination is huge for promotion, meaning we can't just go promo this user conference on our own. We need to get partners to help us get the word out. 
and to maximize the chance for partnerships, we're letting on as many partners as we are, we can. So if you're listening to this and you work in marketing or sales tech, you can actually just ping Maza, John at pitchfire.com and like hop on, like we'll put you on. We don't care. Just make sure you can email and do <laughs> some social push for us and we'll find a spot for you on the, on the rosters for this stuff. But like, yeah, I don't care. Like our big goal here is to put on the coolest, funnest GTM online conference we can. I do it in person, but we don't have the money for it yet. Right. I've I've already yeah right I've already grown the roster like three times too we've had to add like a new event I think we're adding another new event too that we're just like get, getting approved today so it started off with like you know fifteen people or something like that that were going to be on this and now it's like oh like forty people that are going to be on this so it's it's kind of it's kind of blowing up and it's and it's crazy yeah I I I want it to be I think part of the goal of this thing too is we want to make this thing not only do we have all these sponsors doing stuff with us, but we also like, um, it, it's not just a quantity. It's also like at the end, the byproduct is we have a bunch of people that want cool events that get on our email list. And then we'll mm. use that to come up with even cooler events. Like we're already talking to one of the companies about doing a series of these things over and over again, uh, of the individual cop, like the individual session we're doing with them. Um, and that's, that's really what it's got to be about. The concept and the gimmick and the thing that you're doing needs to be really cool and unique. Yeah. And and you, you know what happens? Like a lot of these times, a, a lot of times at these online conferences, especially like the sponsors don't seem to work together much and really talk about the conference that are going to be on. They might drop their, you know, the spot that they're speaking in or that they're going to be at a table or come see us at you know, this time to see a demo or something like that. Like we want to, we wanted to put together a conference too, where like all the sponsors are involved are like meeting new people and getting to learn about different areas of things and like being excited about sharing it and wanting to actually promote it at the same time too. Like, I think, I think that's the thing is like finding people that want to promote the things that they're doing. If we could do this in person, which I want to at some point, um, we will would, at some point. I would love to do one in person. If we did, imagine if we did the fantasy draft, but all the people you could draft were just the atten- the conference sponsors. Like that'd be cool too. It's just kind of not the right format for it online for this. Um, okay, the other thing we should talk about is the landing page. So how we built the landing page out. Um, we made a new page. We use Webflow for our website. So if you want to hack into Pitchfire and steal our stuff and hijack stuff. <laughs> Go to the login page and try and guess our passwords. You can do that. <laughs> you like the, uh, we have insurance. We're fine anyway. Uh, <laughs> but if you, uh, we made a page on Webflow. Um, I knew I wanted to do something that poked fun at at Dreamforce because Dreamforce does all the Trailblazer stuff and like the weird cartoons. So we just came up with like I just used Adobe's Firefly and like came up with like I I knew I wanted to do like the Winter Games posters they used to do for the Olympics in the eighties and seventies and stuff. And I uploaded that as a reference image. I set the colors of Vivid and I just typed in crazy shit for each conference. And like you did too, like we were doing this on a Zoom, like trial and error, seeing what AI would come up with. And we have some of the silliest images on the landing page. I'm really proud of it. <laughs> I am too. I, I, I think it's beautiful. It looks legit I, too. Yeah, it, I'm it like doesn't not look good like... at art and it looks good. <laughs> like it looks good. So like, but we built this thing out and then like, um, the only other thing, you know, we didn't do that we still need to do, public disclosure, we need to get the website mobile responsive. Oh, yeah. Um, there's yeah, a, it is weird. We have a dude that you can hit up 
that's a freelancer that you can hit up to ask him to do it. Go to the Webflow. You can see his email and email him. All right. By the way, okay. yeah, that action items Let's getting do done on the pod. Live action items. That's right. You're listening. So Chances I'll remember this. I got to write it down somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, all right. So other things you want to do for promo, you should have a promo video, but the video shouldn't be like boring. We're going to try and we haven't come up with something yet. We will do something early next week. We'll probably get together for a day and shoot and film and announce conference con. We'll do a big video for it. But the thing we're going to do is like, we'll probably do more than one video for it to hype it up. Uh, I'll give you a really yeah. funny example of something I was thinking about that you you all could think about. Um, don't just do one video. Do a lot of them. Um, one of my favorite examples, Mazda, you remember Tim and Eric, the ter- Tim and Eric Austin? So yeah. for people that don't listen or watch, on Adult Swim on Cartoon Network, uh, these guys used to do a show called Tim and Eric. And they used to just do like really obscure, crazy comedy, um, like really weird stuff. Um, but one of the things they did that was really funny is when Shrek 3 was coming out. <laughs> do you remember this? Oh, yeah, of course. When Shrek, it's worth watching on YouTube. Type in Shrek 3, t- Tim and Eric. They basically, without permission from DreamWorks, is I think that's who made Shrek 3 or whatever company made it. Without their permission, they just did a bunch of shows hyping up like being fans of Shrek. Like, and they're like, hey, everyone coming to you from Shrek HQ. And it's just them hyping up Shrek 3. <laughs> and like, but they did like literally 20 of these videos. And they're really funny. And they all have millions of views online. Um, and Shrek didn't ask them to do it. Like DreamWorks didn't hire them to do it. They just did it for fun to like kind of troll people about being excited, like to make fun of fandoms a little bit. Um, We'll probably do something like that, like where we do a bunch of these terrible hype up videos. I'd like that's what I was thinking we could do. I don't know. I'm thinking out loud here. So when you guys actually see what we end up making, you'll be like, oh cool, that's how their mind works. But like I want to do like terrible hype videos, like, hey, we're at Pitch Fire HQ right now. <laughs> yeah, as as long as as long as you're dressed up like a Shrek character. Well, I'm not we're not referencing Shrek, I don't think. We we still can. <laughs> we we do not have permission from Dream. No, but like you get the idea. Like we could do something <laughs> like that. Like I like, but this is, um, when you're planning out an event, I feel like so many people are like, oh, I have to do a landing page. I'll do a promo that's like a sizzle reel with text. And it's like, dude, everybody's seen that. Break the pattern. Like when you do marketing for events and stuff, it's fun because you kind of get to do like, we can do stuff that's a little off brand of pitch fire with the event because the event has its own brand. Um, you know, what company did a really good job at this was, um, do you remember Drift? Of course. Drift used to do a conference uh, every year in Boston. I'm trying to remember what it was called. Was it called Unleash? No. no that was, is that that's Salesforce? Uh, that's Outreach. 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 No, outreach. I, yeah, what was it called? That the, oh, in, um, I forget. But Drift had this, <laughs> so great, I remember it. Um, uh, what was it <laughs> I know called? what you're talking about, though. Hypergrowth. Hypergrowth. That's Hyper-growth. what it was called. Yep. They used to do their own brand, their own look for it. And the events were always fun. And I went to a couple of them and I learned so much. They had great speakers. Um, they were doing the normal panel keynote format, but it still was great. And uh, I think that like, I think that like you can kind of do like mini campaigns and get a break from doing your normal brand marketing stuff with your company. If you're stuck with a brand, use the event to come up with its own theme and look. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's way more colorful than than pitch fire if you look on the landing page but it's but at the same time too like you look at the the website copy on the landing page itself 
yeah. which is a which is a, a big thing that I'm like almost every sponsor that I've spoken. I can't even say almost. I'm pretty sure it is every sponsor that I've spoken to has mentioned the copy, the landing page copy, and how it's awesome, how it's fun because it's 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 not serious. It kind of describes like it has a description of each event. It's not really serious. It's 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 fun. It's different. It's not like anything else you've ever seen on most of these conference or, or, or webinar or whatever landing pages and people are, are really pointing it out. And I think that's one of the big reasons why a lot of them are, are quick to say yes to, to help out. Yeah. So I, I like, I, I think it's, I think it's important to attack your conference. If you're going to do it online, if you're wondering, should you do a conference? You don't even need a lot of users to do it. You just need to have uh, friends and people that, you know, will support you to do it. Allies, partners, um, some people on those lines and get those people involved in the event too. make them part of the experience, like have them be speakers, have them do promo, do prep with them. Don't, don't just say, Hey, yeah, you'll do this cool set of date. We'll send you a zoom like and set a calendar. Um, let's talk about the actual format of the actual, each of the talks we're doing. The other thing you need to do is you need to do a prep call. Like if you're going to put on something online, I see a lot of people that are like, cool, we'll have you speak on this. And they never talk until the day of the event. They might do a call that's yeah. like, let me show you how the technology works. And it's like, dude, at this point, if you don't know how to join a Zoom to be on a conference or join whatever tool you're using, like maybe you're using like a Bizaboo or like one of those companies or whatever, like go figure that out on your own time. Use the call to come up with what content you're going to talk about. Um, no, I, I totally agree. Um, and, and I like to like, on I'm creating like briefs marketing briefs on each little uh, event on each particular session. And I'm putting like questions to think about yeah. for, the, for the sponsors. Like these are the things that like, these are the reasons I picked you. And, and these are the things that, you know, we would like you to think about because these are the things that we want to have conversations with during the event. And then I have a, like a big long, this is what to expect at the event. And then like, I want to get everybody together to talk about it, to see how everybody kind of like bounces off of each other you know and then we can play on that as as hosts or somebody you know that that are going to be part of the event too so on the back end for us all of our landing page forms are going to hubspot and we're going to have the hubspot forms easily make a list so that we can share them with everyone that's sponsoring so every person that sponsors is going to get an email list of everyone that attended we're not going to just send a thank you thing like we're going to we got to do something different with the after the conference our plan is to actually every person that attends the conference We'll, we'll, we'll invite them to join Pitchfire so that they can have the sponsors pay them to answer sales pitches from them. And that they can do, that's where the budget will go instead. Because like, rather have a person attend and get paid to come to our conference than not. Like that's a much better framework for it. So um, Maza, is there anything else you want to talk about? Because we, we are getting near time for what we wanted to do for this episode. Um, obviously we want people to go to ConferenceCon. Are there any other details for an event planning that you think like people should think about? One thing, I think the biggest thing that I, I, you had mentioned it earlier, but I think not enough companies do it is, is getting together with your sponsors to work on a promotion plan together. Yeah. Like a cross promotion plan. How do we make sure we're all involved in each other and we're yeah. all getting both of our audiences seeing the same things at the same time um, and working with like your sponsors to actually post things like around the same time yeah 
so so it, it's in and 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 pushing things out and sending emails so a lot of people are just talking about it all at the same time i, I think i think that's like my strategy behind getting as many people there as possible is making sure to work with the sponsors so we're all on the same page when it comes to actually promoting it so we can get the get it hyped up a lot oh and faster. by the way you don't need to go to some stupid agency to make your promo for this thing. Make yeah. it with your phone. So Use your phone, guys. <laughs> you have a 4K camera built and engineered that costs thousands of dollars that you could be using to make promo. I hate that. Like people are like, oh, I'm going to do a sizzle reel. And they like do text and 3D images. It's like, no, grab your phone, go record yourself doing something silly. And if you don't have money, go on Fiverr and get a video editor to cut it. If you do have money, do it yourself. You know what I mean? Figure it out. Imagine having like 30 people all at the same time posting 10 to 20 second random <laughs> clips, but all tagging and pitching the same thing like that, that you're going to be getting so many in, in front of so many more people. It's, it's going to, a lot more people are going to see it from a lot more, you know, different backgrounds and, 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 and it's, what you want you want you want to get the hype up you want to get people to sign up quickly if you're in a go-to-market role listening to this you probably know about this already but also just use utms too you can set up little um utm links that will track everything and track it to like what company did what what platform were they on when they did it where did it come from and we'll have all that stuff map into hubspot so we can keep track and tell people like hey you did a really good job promoting this or if a company didn't and you're listening this is a sponsor you do that good of a job we can see it we know <laughs> as long as you tried we just want you to try Yeah, just try it's okay i'm not gonna be mad if someone doesn't bring it i mean we want people to bring people in but like it's all right it's not the end of the world um yeah yeah that's the thing and like at the uh the other thing we're doing that's really fun is like we also are tapping into some people that we worked with to help us as contractors to get some of the stuff done too so shout out to uh george theodoro and sabrina jowders for helping us out with some stuff too like they're helping you with a lot of the organizational stuff right yeah yeah a lot of the organizational stuff because i'm very not organized and uh actually starting to help um reach out to a lot of these people that i already reached out in the in the past couple months to to get them back together so we can actually start uh, having more conversations about it too so it's yeah. been super helpful having other people there when yeah. you're putting together uh six or seven different vets at the same time so yeah yeah it's a pizza party uh, so anyway, that's it. Check out ConferenceCon. We're going to be announcing it. If you want to go check out ConferenceCon, we could not get the domain. I'm sorry. You can go to pitchfire.com slash conference hyphen con, C-O-N. Um, that is what it's called. If you're on a phone, we have not made the webpage mobile responsive yet. We will do that after this call. Masa, go ping that dude. Okay. <laughs> that's very important. I Thanks totally for forgot about me. that. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Um yeah, it's pretty, it's going to be fun. Um, I hope you got some nuggets on how our mind works and how we attack doing go to market and getting people in this cross pollination is everything. That's the key part to this thing. You need to get other people's audiences in order to drive and make your event successful. Don't just do it yourself. I don't care if you're a big company, you got to get help from other people. Um, it, it makes it so much easier. Maza, anything else to add? Closing thoughts? Anything? Yeah, I can only help. We love Good. you. You hear that? Mazza loves you guys like his children. Like his children. We should put in some music here to fade out because we ran out of steam, right? Yeah, let's do that. I guess so. 